Yeah, thanks, Sam. Yeah, you're Hello, welcome. welcome to Chopcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, my name's Griffin. That's Sam. That's Will. Um, you can figure out which one is which. Or it probably says on the screen. Um, anyways, not much has happened since the last time we talked, uh, other than the Braves playing the Angels. Um, but, uh, yeah, mainly... That was a fun-ish series, except for the last game, which is going to be kind of, you know, transition into the main thing we want to talk about today, which is kind of trade ideas before the deadline, mm-hmm. which the new deadline this year, because of the lockout, is August 2nd, I think, instead of July 30th. Which is my birthday, so hopefully... Um, uh, I yeah. don't really care about that. But I, I care a lot, because, you know... This year, that's going to be the best birthday present ever is when we get Jock Peterson, but we'll see about that. <laughs> <laughs> or turning uh, 23. 23, yeah. yeah. Big 2-3. One, one of the more uneventful birthdays that I've, I felt. Yeah, Although I, you're closer to being taken off your parents' health insurance. Exactly. I feel, I feel like every year the birthday just kind of becomes like less and less significant. You know, We'll get up to like... Yeah. 30 and that like once i hit 30 that'll be cool and 50 might be nice but yeah dude yeah. just plugging away yeah birthdays kind of become ironic after that it's like, yeah oh, I'm so old. that's so funny and you just you know joke around with your friends and then you go cry in the bathroom yeah exactly and honestly like i don't even want to have a party you know i don't even want to like yeah. get into yeah yeah, I didn't have a party for my 22nd, you know, which is my Taylor Swift year, which is, you know, insane that I didn't have a party. But, yeah, you're just, uh, li- you're just, you did listen to the song over and over again, though, right? I did, yeah. yeah. I did play it and put it on my story mm-hmm. um, as, as, a, as a joke, as joking. As a quote, quote unquote, um, yeah. Yeah, and I put it on my story, and uh, my grandfather heard me put it on my story, and I think he had uh, some questions mm-hmm. when, he heard the, when he heard the song playing. Mm-hmm. It's a great song. Anyways, Anyways. <laughs> will you sing for it? Um, we're uh, so Angel series. Will and I were there on Saturday. Um, I saw that the series way ahead on the calendar. Just wanted to see Otani play. I wanted to see him pitch, and I like mapped out when he was supposed to. Obviously, that doesn't really work out. But um, he, I got. I knew he was going to pitch against Kyle Wright, or like the that the day I thought, which was Saturday, the twenty third was going to be Kyle Wright versus. I thought it was going to be him, but then he like took off a day or whatever, didn't pitch in the All Star game because he wanted to be ready for that game um, on Friday instead. But uh, Will and I went Saturday with a number of our friends, and we still got to we got to see an Otani home run, which is pretty wild. It was like. Um, it was a, like a liner to the very top of the chop house. Wait, I, you know, if you saw the game, then you saw it. But like, he put like no effort into that ball, and it was just like no bend on it, just straight off his bat. And he like it was like a poke for him, mm-hmm. just straight up, barely got over, but like he got out in a hurry. Um, so that was cool to see, but. uh he, um, coming into that series, he, I think it was in his last six starts, he had like an 0-4-5 or something. 
Mm. He, I mean, he was he was shoving for the most part that game too. Yeah, I mean, he got like eleven or twelve strikeouts that yeah. game. I mean, it all it all just blew up in one inning, which is kind of a nod to the you know chaos of baseball. But yeah, he he looked unhittable yeah. to start. Yeah, uh, like I saw it happening. I, I, Charlie came out and did really well. Mm-hmm. Um, he's honestly there's still questions about him. Um, and he still like hasn't been great some games, but compared to the first half of the season, he's been a whole ton better. Um, and he shoved as well. But yeah, like his Otani's probably second to last inning if he didn't get blown up there. He was still like at eighty pitches going into the seventh, and then just got torched. Um, I didn't get to see any of that game really happen live, because uh, I was having some friends in from out of town. Will was one of those people. Um, but uh, I was like, oh, that can't be just him. Like, he had to have some people on base, and then Aaron Loop, like, gave him up. But I think, I mean, he gave up two home runs that inning, him mm. personally. Um, so that was kind of cool to see us mash, like, one of the best pitchers in the last two months and one of the best players in baseball, pretty much. Um, but uh, it looked like it was going to be a pretty clean series. Uh, the Angels should be a better team than they are, but, you know, it's the Angels, and they're going to screw up somehow. Um, and we were kind of rolling along. Um, and then I was coming back home. I'm in back in Tennessee now, coming back from Athens, Yesterday, see, like, or actually, me, it was me, Will, and one of our other friends went to lunch, and, uh, like, we're driving over there, and then I see, um, Ian gives up a run, first inning, I'm like, oh, of course, that makes sense, and Ian gives up two more runs, it's like, okay, you can still get out of this, and then Ian gives up two more runs, um, his last two starts, or his last three, which was against the Nationals and then somebody else, um, he looked doable. Um, I think he didn't give up more than a run, at least against the Nationals. Um, but uh, it's getting to the point that he is kind of forcing the hand of bringing up Kyle Muller. Mm-hmm. Um, or at this point in the season, it's kind of the worst point for him to be doing what he is right now. Um, and I mean, it's, well, it's also not just been right now, it's been pretty much this whole season that he's been mostly on the lower end of starting pitchers. Mm-hmm. Um, so we pretty much lost that game from the first inning. Uh, we had no fight in us, and he just kept giving up runs, and the relievers gave up a couple. Um, and that ended that pretty easy series for us on a really bad note. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, yeah, his performance kind of leads us to where we are now and where we're looking around the league for people to potentially replace him. Um 
in some of these ideas, he's kind of thought of one of the potential trade pieces. Um, what, what do you what do y'all think about what do y'all think about that? Yeah, I mean, I I feel like I've just lost like pretty much all confidence with Ian Anderson, which is so unfortunate. Um, it's just like he legitimately has like the the first inning thing for him is just so hard to watch. I mean, he let up what like five six runs in the first inning, and like it was honestly like par for the course. But I think, quite frankly, it's unfair to give up on him right away. I would not want to see him get traded away, but I do think he needs to go down to Gwinnett and like a spot start for Kyle Muller too could be helpful. Um, I know that oddly enough, like Jackson Stevens is like been pretty decent recently I, I think he pitched upwards of 60 um in that like six zero pitches in that last game and could be worth like you know two three inning like to start the game guy um but yeah i don't know like i was like kind of thinking about what we we're going to talk about today and trade pieces and stuff and like starting pitching wasn't even like on my mind or on my radar really but it really has been like as of recent that it's it's definitely a question um definitely something worth looking into yeah. Well, what do you think about Ian? Like potentially, would you want him to be traded or look for other people? I don't think trading it would be the way to go, just because, um, like he has performed poorly. But the other thing you have to recognize is that one of the other main cogs of the rotation is Charlie Morton, who's like 38 years old, and like at this point in time, Kyle Muller, he isn't like it's not guaranteed he's going to come up and do extremely well. Like that's mm-hmm. not guaranteed at all. Uh, mm-hmm. Whereas, like, Ian, like, he ha- he is going through it. But, I mean, we also have seen him, like, dominate in the playoffs um, and in the other games. So, like, you know it's there. Um, so, like, just getting rid of him, especially, like, on top of, like, possibly Morton going in a year, uh, like, retiring or going to another team or something like that. Because I'm pretty sure he has one year left on his deal. That's based on what I remember, uh, that's like you're losing two of your five main guys. Mm. Um, yeah. That's like another big thing to consider. So mm. There there I'm also not, is the po- – I was going to say, there's also yeah. the possibility of uh, like Soroka coming back, but yeah. I, think that, I think we all have some hesitancy with that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm not into the idea of trading Ian at all, and it honestly kind of scares me. Um, do I want to see him on the mound like any time in the next two weeks? No, like mm-hmm. I don't have any faith in what he can do right now. Um, and it's tough. Just it's not like I'm just saying that after this one start because um, he did have two or three good, decent at least starts before this. Um, but it's just like it's been a kind of a inconsistency. A consistent inconsistency throughout mm. the year, um, and just it, what I've always said about Ian, even when he was doing really well, um, he can just really frustrate me uh, and kind of not help the team and himself the way that he pitches. Because um, he's got three pitches, but he's really a two-pitch pitcher. Mm. Um and so that's one of the factors. That there's two things for me. But that's one. And people are kind of figuring out his changeup more now. Mm-hmm. And I, he's just relied on that pitch so much because um, that gives him the ability to throw the fastball if he wants because it looks the exact same. I mean, all of his pitches look the exact same coming out of his hand. 
So he's got that advantage. And he's coming over the top, which people don't normally see, which gives like them less time to react to it. Mm. But people have started to recognize his changeup more and kind of understand what to do with it, uh, which then also affects his fastball because he can't really throw that in when they're expecting the changeup or something. And then his curveball's never really been that good. Um, he really just makes that in towards the end of last season or, like, in the middle of last season. Mm. Um, Very recent. Because his first, his first real year was 2020 and, like, only had four something, four or five starts during the regular season then. Um, so people didn't have time to figure it out. So he didn't really have to throw that curveball if he didn't want to. Um, but... So it, and his curveball's not great, so it's not giving that much power to that pitch either. But the main thing for me with him is that he just continues. Whenever he, like, misses his spot, he misses his spot really, really bad. Mm-hmm. Um, just throws a lot of non-competitive pitches. Um, and, like, almost every time he has an O2 <clears throat> count, you can just, like, guarantee he's going to throw a ball. Mm-hmm. Um, like I can't remember the last time I saw an O2 count and he got a strikeout or just like you know close pitch on the corner or whatever or swing outside. Um, it just the lack of competitive pitches drives up his pitch count and he does not. Even when he does well, like even in the last three starts where he gave up zero or one runs, he was um, he wouldn't get farther than like five, maybe into the sixth inning. Um, mm. which doesn't help for a team's there's a, a bullpen's longevity, obviously. Um, but yeah, I you can't really rely on Kyle Muller or Mike Soroka right now to be like a starting pitcher. Mm-hmm. Um, I would like to see, and I would really like Ian to be gone, like in Gwinnett right now, because um, it's very clear he is not figuring stuff out right now. And it's like the worst baseball he's played in a while. And it's not just been recently. It's pretty much been the entire year that this has been going on. Mm. So I would like to give Kyle Muller a chance. Um, Cause like, if you're thinking of the postseason in terms of these trades for starting pitchers and whatever, you really just need at least three, like really good starting pitchers. Mm. Um, and we have, you know, we got freed and right. Those are the two guys that I'm very confident in. And then you have a combination of Morton or Strider. Strider, we have no idea. I mean, he's doing great. He's one of our best starters right now. Um, mm-hmm. But you don't know what he's going to do in, like, on the, in the longer term or, like, <laughs> what, did, what did the Phillies just do? It's hit a, it's hit a three-run home run. God damn, man. Oh, my God. It was, you, you knew it as soon as he hit it, too. It's Minter on the mound. Against, oh, dude, okay, that's another well. person. Against that's Bryce, another, he's been Stott, getting so yeah. much worse recently. Mm-hmm. He's given up like a run in almost every inning that I've seen him pitch in the last month. He Good lord, man! That. Oh my god! Oh yeah, that was his, a fucking his numbers, meatball. Jesus Christ! His numbers do not represent what how he is pitching oh, right now. Oh my gosh! Yeah, well, god, we're losing that, that game. Yeah, the Phillies game is going on right now. The first game of the Phillies uh, series mm. is going on right now. If y'all can, can't God, that, that's obviously. so unfortunate. Holy fuck! Th- this is a game. It felt like we were hanging on by a rope to, or hanging on by a string too. No, we weren't that much. 
Yeah. Fucking battle well, scenarios. Whatever. Whatever. That's the bottom of the eighth, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it's the bottom of the eighth. And it's two seven outs. four now. Two outs, yeah. Six I'm pretty sure four. it's a two strike count. Oh, God. He did not miss that. It was a now. four count. It was three to two. Okay, well, anyways, just to go back to what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, Soroka and Muller could do something. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think really what we're looking for for a starting pitcher right now is like what we can get in the postseason and Mm -hmm. we're kind of wanting the three-headed monster we have like a i mean you could really the only really secure person is freed in terms of what we know he can do Mm -hmm. what he has been doing because wright has been really the second best pitcher this whole year or or really been the most consistent pitcher this whole year um but he doesn't have as much experience so we can't really tell um but the whole combination of Wright, Morton, Strider maybe Soroka or Muller is one of those has to be good to be like one of your three-headed monsters for the postseason um but we don't have the third um Mm -hmm. necessarily to be like a really really potent postseason team um so that's representing one of our needs now, uh, and then at the same, in the same window, uh, at the game that Will and I went to, we didn't even know what happened. We were just like, "Oh, Adam Duvall is out of the game. Why is Heredia in?" We were in the line for Dippin' Dots when we saw that Heredia was coming in. But <laughs> Sam, it took um, us forty minutes to get Dippin' Dots. No, I'm not. So, why would you stay in the line for that long to get Dippin' Dots? My yeah, we, 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 we walked such a long way to get there. We just had to. Man, no, that's tough. I, I don't know the last time I got dip and dots, but honestly, I kind of commend you for for staying in line for 40 minutes for that. Yeah. But, wow. uh, so, Adam Duvall is out for the season. So, mm. And honestly, I, I, this, is, this is kind of obvious, but like if we have a mostly starting player to get out for the rest of the season, Duvall yeah. is like on 100%. my list of players I would want that to happen to. I, I like, um, yeah, no, I, I fucking love Adam Duvall, but he was, he was tough to watch. Yeah, like I feel he like have stretches where he he had like a six game extra base hitting streak or whatever, but yeah, uh, his still. I mean, he had he just had he just year. had like the name recognition. I think. I mean, that's just the thing in baseball is like you can have like you know Acuna for example. It's like one of my, you know, one of my favorites, one of all of our favorites. But like, he's been terrible the past few weeks, and yeah, like, I just been, wouldn't. He's not been good this year. You know, I just was not. I'm not even thinking about it twice. But now it's like, oh shit! Like, Acuna gets up to the plate, and I don't even think about that. I'm like, oh, it's Ronald Acuna. He's gonna do fine. I feel like I kind of got trapped in that with Adam Duvall. So now that he's out, it you know it is what it is. But I guess that also kind of leads yeah. into what we're gonna you know talk about a little more. Yeah, I'm honestly kind of thankful in a way that it opens up this need, because. Mm-hmm. Um, now we can go out and get somebody who we know is doing really well right now instead of, like, will Duvall get better or not? Um, mm. Or having to rely on Rosario as the platoon guy or yeah. Ozuna, who I <laughs> if I had to pick a player to get injured, I would pick Marcel Ozuna. Dude, Ma- Marcel um, brought back the uh, he brought back the mix-it-up celebration tonight. I feel like that's going to be a minor storyline. Really? Yeah. First time in, that's, like, literally uh, over a year. Yeah. Do you want to know something awful? What's that? We, uh, <laughs> while we were we were at the game, I saw uh, like me and a few uh, a few of Cole saw it too. Yeah. Uh, There's an eight year old kid that stood up and he had on a Marcella Zuna jersey. Oh, 
<laughs> oh, it's like, hey, Dad, why is my favorite player not playing this entire season? Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. Um, anyway, so, yeah, we're getting the main needs for the Braves is, well, the main need right now is a left fielder or just outfielder, left lefty bat, mm-hmm. just general whatever. Um, starting pitching is not really necessarily a need, but we should go out and get it. And then relieving, you know, relievers, you you always got to try to get one. Like, mm-hmm. and our our bullpen's been doing fine, but like, from just you know what just happened, we need to take a little off. We need to kind of replace where Minter's role is for now until yeah. we can get his shit together. Yeah. Um, and like our back end, we're getting Yates. Kirby Yates just got moved up to Gwinnett recently, mm-hmm. so he's going to be back soon. We don't know what the hell he's going to do. Um, Jansen's fine. Will Smith sucks. I like. Yeah, he's he's, he's really he's bad. He's really year. bad. He's so really I mean, bad. like, uh, we need to put some a new person in our bullpen, kind of get a little revitalization, whatever. Even though they're still doing pretty well overall. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Just like you know, Rich Rod last year. He's he sucks now. He's not even on a team. Um, I think a hundred percent. He was a big sticky sticky guy stuff. Yeah. Sticky stuff guy. Sticky stuff uh, guy. Yeah. Sticky stuff guy. But uh, yeah, I mean, he came in and like did well for a little while and kind of made everybody realize, oh, we're good pitchers. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, we're gonna kind of fire through these a little bit. I'm incapable of talking quickly, um, but y'all should help me out with that. Uh, yeah, for sure. And then at the end, we'll kind of... We haven't told the, each other this, so it's, uh, it's a mystery to us. Um, but uh, we have kind of our personal what we think, like, top three trade targets that we should go after that are just, like, good and both reasonable. Because mm-hmm. if we did, like, you know... The three that we wanted, I would say, I want Mike Trout, I want Otani, and I want. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, starting, starting with starting pitchers. Um, looking at rentals first for for these. Um, uh, rentals being just you know this is the last year of their contract, or they are a free agent next year. This is their last year of arbitration or whatever. Um, there's a number of options. Um, I looked at, you know, the athletics article of all the likely trade candidates and whatever. And um, we're not talking about everybody. We're just kind of talking about people we think are better options or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, the only real rental, in my mind, is Chad Cool from the Rockies. Um, he's. Uh, I have. I haven't seen him very much, to be honest. Um, he's he's a. De- I'm not even gonna look at his numbers. I'm just talking about him really quickly. Um, but hey, he's a four four eight. Um, that's the main thing, and it's you know not great, but he does pitch in cores, um, and he has done better recently. Um, and he's a guy that we could get for cheap if we wanted. Um, but as I just talked about, you know, kind of wanting the third head for a three-headed monster, he's not – we're not really looking for back-of-the-rotation guys 
because mm. we have Soroka and Muller could at least be back in the rotation, guys, um, just to get us through the rest of the year. Um, so I do y'all have anything good to, or bad to say about Chad Cool or anything? Yeah, I mean, I think it's worth noting that he has a 103 um, ERA+, so that's obviously adjusted for cores and stuff, meaning, like, he's slightly above average, and also I think, like, what is it, like, what's his ERA, like, 448, something like that? Yeah. Um, you know, Ian right now is at, what, like, a 5.6 or 5.7, so, like, that's yeah. so it is one right. Like, yeah, it, it technically is an upgrade, which is honestly worth considering because with the Braves, like, I would expect the Braves to score at least four runs most games, you know, and if you have a guy like Chad Cool going yeah. out there. But but you're, I think you're also re- bringing a really good point about how, like, at the end of the day, like, I don't really think we're looking for back-of-the-rotation guys. Like, we need, like, you know, Morton and Freed and Wright are really solid now, but I think we just need, like, one, like, really, like, oomph player. Uh, yeah. But honest, honestly, I mean, if we get all, a like, bargain, yeah. we, we get it, but yeah. it's like I, I – uh, if we can get a, you know, swindle somebody and then, you know, if one of our pitching coaches or something sees somebody and sees something in somebody, we can mm. try for it. But yeah, uh, that's that's just going to be up to Anthopolis. I don't, I, I, I don't know much about Chad yeah. Cool. Uh, he's pitched pretty well for being in cores. Um, yeah. Also, like, AA is a wizard, and, like, you never know what he's going to bring up. So I think yeah. the scouting department's pretty solid, so. Could be interesting. Uh, I, I, yeah, I'll I'll be I'll be quite honest. Like I just have not given starting pit- pitching like much of a consideration. Um, it's yeah, been much more of a recent thing. Uh, yeah, except for some, but uh, I'll get to it in a second. But just the, the other like rental in mind I had uh, among a lot of others is like Wade Miley. Um, yeah, because that he kind of seems like the player that we that AA would look at because he's like on the IL right now and he has been for a little while. And we could literally probably just get him for cash, um, mm. for being honest. Uh, and or if you're the Reds, you know you just DFA him. Yeah, uh, exactly. <laughs> dump his contract. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, a number of people, a number of Braves fans and listeners and whatever um, have been thinking about this guy for a long time in Luis Castillo. Uh, Obviously, an ace in the league. One of the better mm. guys. One of the better younger-ish guys. Um, how old is he now? He's twenty-nine. Okay, I mean he's mm. still fairly young. Um, yeah. But he's got a two-seven-seven this year and a three-point-zero-five FIP. Mm-hmm. Which isn't fantastic, but um, I mean he's obviously a great pitcher, uh, and he's been pitching for one of the worst teams in the league, so it's kind of yeah. hard to have motivation. Yeah. Um, but he's got like a super nasty changeup. Um, he's got a four seamer, which he's like ninety second in ninety second percentile in fastball velocity, um, and he can go deep in games. Um, got a 1.08 whip this year and 82 strikeouts. Uh, he has had a little injury history, I guess, this year because he's only pitched 78 innings. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, that one's gonna be 
pretty much of all of these, I would think that's going to be the hardest guy for us to get. Um, right. At least all the guys that we're going to talk about and whatever. And we could throw Frankie Montas in there, but I just... I, like, he's the main guy people are going after, which I really think Luis Castillo is better. He just haven't ha- hasn't had, like, as great of a year, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. But... Frankie Montas is going to go to, like, the Dodgers or Yankees or whatever, um, in my mind. Luis mm-hmm. Castillo, we are kind of on the fringes. I've seen some things that say we're, like, a front runner and whatever, but I don't know. He would, to get him, I've seen a number of, like, trade package ideas. It would be something along the lines of, like, Ian Anderson and then two of our top prospects or something. Um, I feel like he's, we're getting, he's a free agent in 2024, so we get a year and a half of control of him if we get him, so that lowers kind of the trade value, I would guess. Um, mm. So, I don't know if he's the person that we really want to, like, sell out on some of our top prospects for. Um I personally really want to move Braden Shoemake at some point. Um, hmm. Will, you probably don't even know that name. Um, yeah, I do. Oh, okay. But, Shortstop in the minor leagues. Yeah. yeah. He he still has value. I don't really see him being an MLB player, um, but there are people that think he can be. Um, and hopefully we don't really have the shortstop need next year, and I don't really think he can fill that either. I think it would be better to send him to a team that can develop him a little bit longer. Um, but I would think him and, like, a Muller and Tucker uh-huh. Davidson, I feel like that would be a pretty fair package. I completely forgot about Tucker Davidson. Yeah. Yeah, like... I could see that. him in a Reds uniform, too. Personally. Oh, that's that's so tough, man. That is so tough. <laughs> yeah. That's, like, that's like a really rough... Co- that's a really rough, like... I don't even know if that's a compliment. Like, I can see him in a Reds uniform. Uh, what do y'all think about Luis? I mean, obviously that'd be the best case scenario, and I would I would totally be willing to sell the house. Uh, not sell the house, but like, we don't if have we, much of the house left too. Yeah, there? if we, I mean, we definitely have to throw. Pro- I think Ian Anderson would definitely be gone. I think Kyle Muller would probably be gone. But also, I mean, Castillo is what through twenty twenty four. Is that what you're saying? Correct. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so twenty. It's only a year so, and a half of control. Yeah, um, and I do not exactly trust Liberty Media to pounce on re-signing him, but um, I'm I'm actually pulling up a trade simulator right now just because I'm interested to see what his value is. Because um, uh, it's got to be pretty high. I mean, he's been one of the better pitchers in the. Does that, uh, do you know if that factors in like uh, contract length? I think I think it factors in like literally everything, mostly contract okay. length, and then yeah, just obviously raw statistics. Um, let's see. Um, okay, so the two-team trade um, with the Reds giving up um, Luis Castillo trading to the Braves. Okay, so. Um, and then um, 
Wow. So this is interesting. Um, I wonder if this calculator is like even like fair updated, but it has Ian Anderson at a higher trade value than Luis Castillo. So you know, if that's the case, maybe it'd be worth. Well, I mean, you know, I, I guess the water. it's not really factoring in his latest production. I guess. Yeah, I, I guess that's also. I, I think it might be factoring in like age too. You know, Castillo is like five years older than Ian. Um, but. Yeah, and that could be another. I mean, we're kind of really undervaluing Ian, um, mm-hmm. just on That's very like recency bias. Yeah, and I think other people are doing that too because they, you know, I've seen those trade talks about throwing him in there. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Well, uh, I mean, well, yeah, I think I, he is obviously. I mean, he obviously no, has some potential. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, Luis, I personally. Uh, I think it's a long shot just because, no offense to the Braves, but I'm sure that there's some team out there that can offer more. Yeah, it's true. Like, the Yankees are always thrown around with him, and uh, there's a crazy phenomenon where Yankees prospects always are awful. They're always bad whenever they – but they, like, objectively have more people in the top 100. Yeah. Um like, the Braves just don't have the depth. They have some of the quality, but they just don't have the depth to do that. Yeah. Without, so like, you would see, like, like, two years down the line. Somebody is like Tyler Molly is a more reasonable option. Yeah, I would say so. I also think – I don't think Tyler Molly would be great for the Braves because he's, like, a classic example of a pitcher that would just, like, turn into Jacob deGrom if they were in a bigger ballpark. Like, the example I always think of is Anthony DiScofani, who went from Cincinnati, which is one of the smallest, to Mm -hmm. San Francisco, where he took his ERA down by, like, a full two runs. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Uh, Just because he gets a ton of fly balls. He's basically the same thing. He strikes out a lot. I think the Red Stadium has one of the better nicknames uh, with uh, Great American Small Park. Like, isn't that funny? Yeah. That's just such a layup, (laughs) but that's hilarious. (laughs) Yeah. Um... Yeah, I, Tyler Molle would be fine if we can get a bargain for him, too, that maybe we get a year and a half of control. Um, he's just a very solid guy, and it's kind of the same mm-hmm. thing with Chad Cool and whoever else in a lot of these rentals. Um, you just get a solid starting pitcher, mm-hmm. which is not really what we need. If we're going to get a starting pitcher, we need them to be pretty damn good um, Yeah, for what we're looking for because we already got solid yeah. starting pitchers like in the wing are about to come back up. Um, and who, I mean, Mike Soroka would come back and then just be like lights out. That's not going to happen. Nah, that's life, a but, wet, that's a fucking wet dream of mine, but there's no way that's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so let, let's, uh, we'll move into relievers. Um, so in the Reynolds category, the two best ones just in general, uh, are David Robertson and Alex Colomay, um, both just in one small, like one year contracts. Like it's like 4.5 mm. million for David Robertson and six or seven for Colomay. Uh, mm. there's not much to say about relievers other than that. They like, go get them. If you can't, yeah, um, their thing <laughs> trade as much for most of them, like unless they're of the elite, uh, but I mean, David Robinson's got a three-two-five, um, mm-hmm. which is you know solid. But he's been one of the most consistent pitchers 
like in the major leagues for a while. Um, his career, where is it? Career ERA is two eight seven, with a two eight eight FIP. Um, and he's got a lifetime fifteen point one WAR, which is pretty good for a reliever. Um, mm-hmm. And then, like Alex Colomay throws gas. Um, when he's good, he's really good. Uh, and I mean, David Robertson could be a pretty good leader in the bullpen because uh, he's like, what? He's thirty-seven. Um, and Colomay would just, you know, get a little more juice in there. Um, do you have any particular thoughts about either of them? Um, I mean, nothing. Nothing seething, honestly. Like, yeah. I mean, really, I feel like I, yeah, I feel like our relief core has just been super solid. Um, other than Minter giving up a three-run home run tonight, that kind of sucks. But yeah, with Kirby Yates coming back and everything, I, I feel like that's going to be a big addition. Yeah, I yeah, what I said earlier, relievers. It's just like you might as get one as well get one. Just mm-hmm. that you can't ever have enough good relievers. Yeah, um, I agree. And then, uh, so, I mean, usually when you get any relievers, it's mainly rentals because they're not on super long contracts or they're kind of old and they're already out of arbitration. Um, Mm -hmm. But there's three longer-ish term options, the the shortest of which is Andrew Chafin. Um, He's been one of the better relievers the last couple years, or just consistently very good the last couple years. I love his mustache. Yeah, that's a big yeah, I feel, for me. I was gonna say I feel like just personality-wise, he'd be a good addition. Kind of yep. like the Strider mustache add to that. I think he might have been the one that it was like he was on the Cubs and they were all wearing uh, failed starter T-shirts. Yeah, yeah, he like totally embraces it. Um, but the three long-term op- yeah, so that's that's one. Another's David Bednar, and another's Jorge Lopez. Mm-hmm. I, don't I mean, Bednar, Bednar's going to the fucking Dodgers. I'd write him off already. I don't know if, like, if the Pirates are really going to move him because they have control of him until 2027. Hmm. Um, and you can't get a whole ton for any reliever. He's been really great the last two years. Um, he's got, like, an ERA in the ones right now and then an ERA in twos last year and closed. Yeah. Well, it didn't close, but he pitched in the ninth for the National League this year in the All-Star game. Um, I don't know if I don't know if they're going to move him because the Pirates should be decent or like pretty good-ish maybe in the next two years. Um, yeah, I mean, they got like O'Neill Cruz and uh, there's some talks that Brian Reynolds is going to get traded, but there's just no way. Yeah, I don't think so. He also hasn't yeah. been nearly as good this year. Yeah, that's um, true. Jorge Lopez, that's a toss-up because baller. Yeah, uh, he's a bit like they have control of him until twenty twenty-five. Mm-hmm. So he's on. He's been the best one of the three of these guys this year, which mm-hmm. is insane to me. Um, also, also, just not to mention the Orioles are kind of good. Yeah, I, I definitely. I mean, they're gonna they're gonna sell st- some people and whatever uh, mm. this year because they know they're not like even if they do make it, they know they're not really trying to contend this year. 
but their mm. rebuild has gone a lot faster than they thought it would, at least at this mm. point. So if they have them until 2025, it's going to be hard to pull it. It's going to take a lot to pull them away, I would think. Mm. Um, so I don't know how realistic that option is. Um, and then uh, we have a small category. I don't really think we can really get any of these guys. Uh, Sam added one of these. Uh, but uh, I have the category as first base slash DH. Um with Josh Bell, C.J. Crone, and Nelson Cruz. Which Josh Bell and C.J. Crone have been going off, and Nelson Cruz is like, he's fine this year, but obviously he's a veteran and can mash. Mm-hmm. What, what were you thinking about Nelson specifically? Um, I don't know. Like, I just think, I, I didn't, I don't know how contract stuff would work out, because I'm pretty sure he's on a $15 million contract right now, but... I assume that means the Nats are probably going to try to dump it. Um, I don't know if they do an intra like divisional trade with there, but I know you just like. I feel like he's the type of guy that would totally turn it on if he was traded to like a contender. Um, yeah. You know, maybe us. But my kind of thought process with that is like, if we cannot land a competent left fielder or you know competent outfielder, uh, we still have like Ozuna who can play in the field. Uh, but just having a consistent DH like Cruz would be really nice um, and would not like. You know, we could still run the, you know, Rosario, Acuna, uh, Michael Harris, uh, group out in the outfield and then switch off Ozuna and Cruz and see what happens. But, yeah, that was kind of a pipe dream, honestly. Just kind of like something I was thinking about. Yeah. I think that's uh, that's kind of the, the thought I have with, like, I don't really want to get any of these guys. I would like to have any of them on my team because they're, they're good, obviously. And mm-hmm. I, I would, you know, trade them one-on-one for Ozuna if we could, but that's not going to happen because – just yeah, no. a terrible contract. But yeah. I don't – at any possible way we can, I don't want to see Ozuna playing in the field. Um, yeah, he's, it's, it's so hard to watch. Just yeah. wouldn't, wouldn't make sense to me. But I had a couple people to, like DM me and talk about Josh Bell and whatever. But mm-hmm. one, he's for the Nationals, and they're not going to really want to trade him to us. And the, the other, just not really what we need. Um, yeah. This is the main part now, uh, and the end. Uh, Will wants to go to bed soon. I, I, hmm. we're, we're getting there. Sure does. <laughs> yeah. um, but uh, in terms of the outfield, there are a lot of good rentals, and honestly, it's mainly rentals. Um, which is helpful for our situation, I guess, because you don't have to give up as much. Um, and so a lot more people are in contention. Um, so the main name in terms of the outfield that I feel like, or main two names I've been seeing thrown around for July have been Ben Intendi and David Peralta. Um, just because, like, well, there's some other guys on here that are, like, kind of on contending teams or just have certain situations or whatever, but those are the main, like, the, those are the guys that are going to get moved somewhere, or should be, at least. Um, what, what do y'all, what do y'all think about those people? Uh, I want Ben and Tenny, but, you know. He's also good defensively. Yeah, he's really good defensively. I mean, because you look at the slash line, he's got 317, 387, 398, which 
398 is an not outfield of him, Harris, and uh, Acuna would be pretty awesome. Yeah, like yeah. no balls would That'd drop. Pretty ever. sweet. Like and putting yeah. Benintendi in left field is just like so disgraceful. But when you have yeah, this but like guys, yeah. <laughs> you can't can't put him anywhere else. Um, yeah, that would obviously be incredibly ideal to have him. But I think he's going to be the big ticket. I mean, if you're hitting 317 at the All Star or at the trade deadline, like yeah, but it's just he doesn't yeah. have. He doesn't really have any power because he's mm. uh, slugging 398, um, mm. which what is his league, league average? Um, is there a way to see that? Oh yeah, it's uh, 435. Mm. That's that's, yeah, by, that's history, mm. but not this year. I'm also. I think, Sam, you were the one who was talking about him earlier. I'm pretty intrigued by Joey Gallo. Yeah. Just because, like, if you break it down, uh, his situation is pretty similar to Jorge Soler's from last year. Where yeah. they're kind of struggling with strikeouts and walks and then have always been a big power guy. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Gallo, I, I, I actually really want to talk about Gallo because I think yeah. you throw that name out right now and, like, it's kind of like no one wants to touch him with a 10-foot pole. But first of all, you know, him being a left-handed hitter, hitting towards the chop house is like, like that's a short porch. Like, that's obviously good for us. Um, I also think he needs a change of scenery. Like, it seems like he really liked being in Texas, really liked playing for the Rangers. And, like, I don't think the transition has necessarily been smooth. Like, he's not playing well, but also it's – you're right. It's like the same ex- – it seems like the same situation as Solaire, um, where like maybe if there's just a change of scenery, it'll you know there's like a spark plug and it could be completely different. Um, it's a big risk to take, but uh, I honestly would not mind um, seeing Joey Gallo like on the yeah. Braves. But yeah. that's um, I kind of wasn't into this at the beginning, and now I'm starting to be a lot more into it. Um, I think if we get he's also like I was just gonna ahead. say I think if we get him, we definitely have to get like. A great starting pitcher with that though because mm. he's a like we really need consistency we don't really need to gamble right now and kind of like it, it would have been better to get him like if we were in the same situation situation that we were last year where it's like low risk yeah, like reward. what if yeah yeah like um, what if what if Eddie Rosario wins NLCS MVP what if Horace yeah. Lewin's you know, World Series MVP. And, like, I was le- hesitant to this as well because I was going back. Like, he has a 202 average. I know that's, you know. Like, oh, yeah, he's been terrible this season. He's been No, awful. he's a 202 average, like, in his career. He's got a Lifetime. 162 oh. average this year. Oh, yeah. <laughs> whoa. So. <laughs> he does not hit. He does not. Oh, no, Jesus. but then I was looking at his home runs. 2017, 41, 2018, 40, 2021, mm-hmm. 38. Um. So, I will say the Braves also they don't really need a uh, they don't need a high contact. Yeah, guy. I think we're looking. Like they don't need more that. on it. Wait, we don't need a high contact guy. Okay, mm. I guess. Uh, I, yeah. I mean, in terms of the lineup, we're looking kind of in the middle. Like the middle part of our line, it's somebody to lock it down. Because we got yeah. the end. Also, when it 
when is uh when's Ozzy supposed to come back? It's like late August, I think. Yeah. So Damn. that's way that's fucked, man. But uh, I guess another I guess another follow up question is: Would it be worth throwing Arcia or Robinson Cano in the outfield? Like I obviously think probably not. No. But, yeah, if we can avoid yeah. that. Dude, Robinson is clearly, in terms of his fielding, less capable. Like with age and whatever. Yeah. He's missed a couple yeah, that's fair. that Arcia and Ozzy would have easily got. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, and then uh, the other two. Um, that probably aren't going to get moved, but there's a chance are Mitch Hanniger and Jock Peterson, which I've been thinking about Jock this whole season, pretty much. Yeah, um, for real, man. <laughs> for real. And really, like, recently, just in terms of our needs, which, like, our needs have been described as just, like, any lefty bat who probably plays in the outfield, um, which is exactly what Jock is. Um, mm-hmm. He has been on the decline recently, um, but he's shown what he can you know, consistently do at the beginning of the year. Um, and obviously we know what he can do the postseason and what the, you know, the energy that he brings our team is like, it's an uh, incalculable factor. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Like, uh, Intangible, um, mm-hmm. but uh, Mitch Hanniger, I guess, could be moved. He's been out for most of the season, so that's kind of a risky move as well. Um, we know that he can be really good, but he's a free agent at the end of this year. The Mariners are, you know, like the number two wild card spot in the AL right now, and it's they're mm-hmm. looking like they're kind of carrying that same momentum. So I don't know how much they'd want to move him other than just if they didn't want to re-sign him or anything. But I think he's probably going to stay there. Hmm. But Jock and the Giants, the Giants have been, like, on a free fall right now. Um, yeah. So it's a possibility. And I I like the Giants, but I'm honestly kind of rooting for them to lose every game just, <laughs> just so that we have that option there. Um, and him mm. being at rental and him being on a six-year contract, six million do six, one-year six million dollar contract, I think would be a lot easier to obtain than a number of other players. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of our long-term options, we have Ian Happ, technically Trey Mancini. I threw Mike Yastrzemski in here, but I, that that's not going to happen, and it should, it's not even really worth it, anyways. Um, and then Sam threw. Jorge Soler in here as well. Um, I don't know how much about that one other than just trying to rekindle old stuff. He hasn't mm-hmm. been that great this year. Um, but, uh, Will, what do you think would be the best option out of this group? Um, I would like Ian Happ, honestly. Um, just because he's not anything incredible. Like, you look at his career averages, he's frankly pretty average um but he does one thing that basically no one else on this list does which he can play nearly every position like he's played third base he's played second base pretty much the entire outfield um and you'd get him for a year and a half and you look at like other successful teams in the sport they have people like that like the cubs had a chris bryant for a while the Dodgers clearly have Chris Taylor. Um, 
I, I know. Um, and it's just like it's nice to have one guy like that yeah. on the team. And so, like, if it doesn't pay off this year, I would imagine it would pay off yeah. next. I mean, year. we got William Contreras. Um, he can play it. We can make him play everywhere. You know, like he's played left mm. field like three times. I was I was at the game. He played uh, left field. Yeah. Yeah. We both were. He had. A, he had. A, anyway, uh, I think he'd be great for that reason. Yeah. Uh, Sam, who do you think would be? And he's a switch hitter. Also, mm, yeah, that is true. Yeah, he's an all star this year too. Who would you Damn, he's at a one twenty six OPS plus. Sam. I mean, I like this year. Honestly, I I just want Jock like Loki. Well, yeah, I'm just talking about out of this like out of the long term options. Long term guys, different looks. Um, I mean, out of those, I definitely go Ian Hap just off the rip. But the romantic part of me wants Jorge Soler because I feel like he would uh he would come back and recreate. But obviously, can't bank on that. And like you also made a very good point that. There's no reason to gamble when we're, you know, in a very tight division race. Very good. We're almost 20 games above 500, which is, like, not even close to where we were this time last year. Um, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I don't know. I guess, yeah, Hap was definitely the, right off the rip. Yeah. I can't tell if I'd want Hap or Mancini, but I'd definitely be very good with either. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't see either of them play very often, so I can't really say from experience which one I'd want. And then – Jorge, I honestly think like with he's a three year thirty six million dollar contract, which is still pretty good for like what he had been and whatever, and just having mm-hmm. like, this one half of good really half year. Um, but I don't think the Marlins are wanting to move him. And I also don't really think no. he wants to move from there. And also yeah. they saw think, how terribly yeah. the Duval deal went for them um, last year. Yeah, dude. <laughs> We fleeced them. That is still <laughs> one of my proud, proudest moments as a Braves fan is <laughs> yeah. waking up to the notification that we traded Alex Jackson for Adam Duvall straight up. Like, even Marlins fans were really bummed about that one. It's like, yeah. Yeah. And it's not – I mean, he was going to produce for him this year, I guess, but it wasn't really going to do mm-hmm. much in the long term. But you just gave the Braves the World Series. Kind of. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, – Played yourself. Yeah. Um – and then I have another special section called People We Want to Trade For, But There's No Fathomable Way That We Could Get Them, and which is mm-hmm. Otani and Soto. And I, I'm so frightened just seeing those names thrown around, and we have n- – we can't. <laughs> we just, yeah, there, there's just literally nothing we can do. Like, I've had a number of people DM me and whatever, and they're like, what about Soto? Like, on this, the poll that I made, like, of four guys just off the top of my head that, like, are trade targets and whatever, which most people were saying jock. But I have deep people DM me and be like, you know, why, you know, maybe we go try out again Otani or whatever. And it's like, no. That's we, not going to happen. <laughs> we both are going to go to, like, a top five market team or whatever. Mm-hmm. And Soto, like, Cardinals, I, that's no, there's no way that's going to happen. Like, it just, why? I can Tell me why. Happening. You're scaring I me right it. <laughs> They have, like... They probably have like the a top five farm system. Like their dudes are insane. Um, I'm trying to think of their top guys. Jordan Walker is nuts. Matthew Libertore is pretty good. Uh, Trey Wynn. Like they actually have like really good players. It would gut the entire thing. Um, I'm sure they'd also throw in because why at that point would you need Dylan Carlson, Harrison Bader, yeah. and Tyler O'Neill? Like I'm sure they'd throw one of them in. 
Uh, but I could, like, I actually think that they're as likely as the Dodgers. Wow. Just, but they're I like, actually do. They're kind of middling right now. I, I just don't see them as a competitor, even with him. Yeah, but I don't know how many games behind the Brewers. Like I have no idea. They're two and a half games back. Like, as soon as they do that, they're going to pass the Brewers. Like, that's just I guess. I just still don't really see them as, like, a scary team. Um, their bullpen's fine. They're, but, yeah, I know. It's the Cardinals. and Like, well, no, it's also just, like, they have the they have the means to do it. Like, they're one of the few teams who could genuinely pull it I off. I guess, the, yeah. But, um, so we've gone through pretty much everybody, at least a little bit, that we thinking of um but uh now we're, i mean we're gonna talk a little more about this but i'm not uh just we're gonna go through and give kind of our three mm-hmm. favorite trade targets there is um whatever we're thinking um yeah will you want to start us off what, what, what who are your who are your top your favorite three for this uh, ben Attendi, Ian Happ, and David Robertson. Um, when I made it, I was like, either get Ben Attendi and like some lower level reliever, or just go all in on the Cubs and get both Ian Happ and David Robertson. Because I, I can't imagine David Robertson costs yeah. a lot because he's thirty-seven yeah. years old. He's got a four point four point five million dollar one year contract. Hmm. Mm-hmm. And so. Uh, yeah, and like the thing I touched on earlier about Ian Happ and how the Braves don't really have a guy like that. So that'd be pretty nice to bring yeah. to the team. Sam. Yeah. Yeah, so I also wanted Benintendi. Uh, I think that's the that's the pipe dream at the moment, but I, I feel like just honestly talking about it, it's kind of like deflating because like, you know, who is our capital? Like who do we who do we get rid of? I mean, there's Kyle Muller, Tucker Davidson, yeah. Chadwick Trump. I mean, like, we've had, we've, I, I Jared feel like Schuster, we've had Jared Schuster shooting up the ranks, and he like pitched at the the Futures game. Um, mm-hmm. And then like yeah. Freddie Tarnock is looking like a really good reliever. Uh, and Vaughn Grissom, Grisham, I don't know, it's G R I S S O M. He's better than Shoemake, in my opinion, um, mm-hmm. and rising up there quickly. So I mean, he could also be another option to trade, um, and we don't really necessarily need him if we're re-signing Swanson or trying to go after Trey Turner or Sandra Bogarts. So I think he could be mm-hmm. easily moved. Um, not great options at this point. Um, another reason yeah. why I don't think Ian Anderson is going to get moved is because like, and that uh, stuff like that. Uh, you know, people talking about. Otani or the, the bigger players or whatever, like, um, Anthopolis is already pretty known for being pretty cautious and not wanting to give up his bigger prospects. Um, like, the Matt Olson deal was the biggest deal that he's ever done and, like, highest prospect rank people that we've had go. Um, mm-hmm. And Ian is, like, basically just a newly developed prospect who is has a lot in his future, more than likely. I don't think that Anthopolis is really going to give up on that. Um, mm-hmm. I think even with the Olsen deal, it was more calculated with, like, 
they really saw the potential that Contreras was, you know, showing. And yeah, yeah. That's paid off really well. Like, I'm going to miss Shea Langoliers because I really think that he's going to be really good. Um, but mm-hmm. that was a casualty of war. Pache, I think we kind of knew that he was burnt, and he's just not mm-hmm. looking like he's going to be in MLB. Yeah, he got he got sent down to AAA, I'm pretty sure, like, yeah, I think a few he weeks a couple ago. Times. Um, yeah. And it's then tough, the man. other two, what a like, guy. Yeah. Um, the other two, Joey Estes and another pitcher I can't remember right now, but they look decent. But it was like they were new draftees, and it was just like just sitting yeah. over there. Um, but uh, yeah, you said Benintendi, and who else? Yeah, so Benintendi. Um, all mine were outfielders because I wasn't really focused on pitching too much. But Benintendi, Gallo was the other one I was really thinking of. Uh, I just like, I mean, the idea is just kind of growing on me. Um, and then Jock Peterson, but I don't know. I feel like all those are pretty big names, and we'll see how it goes out. Obviously, the trade deadline just it, it develops in weird ways. Like everyone we got last year and everyone we traded, like I would not have guessed in a million years would have happened. So. Yeah. That's it's I mean it's gonna be a very exciting week and I'm I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah. Um mm. for my three I really had uh five, but I just uh, mm. wanted to figure out the last one from talking about all of it. I still think Luis Castillo is an option, especially just a year and a half on his mm. contract and I think we have we would kind of have to dump the, the remaining bits of our farm system, but we did get to draft. We, I mean, we have four drafts this year, from total from the first and second round that are looking like mm-hmm. some really good di- uh, guys. Um, so I think we're you know reloading a little bit. The whole um, trading of uh, Drew Waters to get that pick back uh, did yeah. kind of show though that Al- Alex Anthopoulos is not really looking to get rid of much from the farm system. He's trying to get it back together so that we, you know, sustain this and not really have windows with just a continuation. Um, and I think we were giving up on Drew Waters, too. Maybe he'll do something, yeah. but I don't know. But I think Castilla is possible if we really want that number three, a solid it top three. Um, and then, I, yeah, I really want Jock. I think it's definitely a possibility. Um, the Giants are only like a game and a half or two games out of the third wild card spot right now. And thinking about that and looking at all these teams and whatever, most of them are all from like the same six teams. The addition of the third wild card spot really changes the uh, the trading game because um, mm-hmm. a lot fewer teams now are like going to be sellers. Like, last year, I feel like the Giants would kind of be more sellers right now, and so would even close to the Phillies already. Um, And the Marlins would have been sellers for weeks instead of, like, maybe being sellers, maybe not. Um, So, it makes Jock's availability. Last year, I think he would have been more available than he is now. It's just very dependent on Mm -hmm. even the next couple days. Um, but the way the Giants have been going, I kind of think that he's going to definitely be more available than people think he is. And we need that energy. We need more energy in our clubhouse. We could always use more um, and need his left at bat. And 
he's doing really well this season. Um, and third, yeah, I mean, basically just Ian Happ would also be a really good option, or Trey Mancini. Um, and of all the relievers, I was thinking Andrew Chafin, but honestly, I think Will's probably right with David Robertson. We just need a little more leadership in that bullpen. Um, I think he would definitely be a great guy for that. And he's very good and has been in a lot of postseason situations. Mm-hmm. So, that's everything. Um, I took a Delta 8 gummy about an hour ago, <laughs> and it has affected me more and more throughout this show. Um, I, <laughs> Dude, you're so relaxed. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> Have you seen my eyes Muscles just continually are just... <laughs> close more and more? Mm. Um, it's also it's also getting yeah, late, so yeah, it is what it is. Um, yeah, but yeah, it's a yeah exciting week ahead though. Like the MLB trade deadline is a very very good time. It's also falling on my birthday again, so just in case you all forgot that, you know, just yeah, thank you, appreciate it, you know. Before it happens, do uh, should we make predictions of where the big ones land? Ooh. Soto and Otani. I'm curious. Like a week I I week. honestly I honestly don't think Soto's going anywhere. That's what I was gonna say. Too. I, I don't think I I don't I don't think that like because e- even like teams like the Mets have already dropped out. You right. know, like if they don't have the capital for it, yeah. then I mean it's gonna have to be a I don't, lot. It, yeah, it's gonna be like it's gonna have to be like one or two like ready like big leaguers and then like three or four established farm guys like in like that, soto uh, is the future of mlb in yeah. that trade simulator like the main one online if you put soto with patrick corbin's awful contract which makes him a negative 60 trade value putting him with mm-hmm. soto the whole couple is still a 120 trade value jesus fucking christ that's, wow. that's that's actually like he has a 180 trade value like, Good just put Lord. put our top four or five prospects on that thing and see what happens, Sam. Um, and then and I'll um, keep talking yeah, I'm for a into it. Um, So yeah, so Soto um, traded the Braves. Yeah, he has a one seventy six trade value. Um, if we gave away um, Muller, uh, yeah, let me do Muller. Do, do we throw Tucker Davidson in there? Hey, let me, I'm going to read off just our top 30 prospects in general. So yeah. it's Muller first. It's Tuck, I'm, yeah, Tucker's still a prospect. I think that would that's who it would be. Yeah. Um, um. It's Kyle, oh, Kyle Muller, Bryce Elder, Braden Shoemake, Vaughn Grissom, and Tucker Davidson. Um, you're, yeah, you're, this is just... It's just not gonna. Yeah. What, 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 um, what, so, what? if okay, so if five. we, um, yeah, so the collective five trade value right now is a whopping. Um, one second, it's a whopping twenty-seven point oh one. Oh my god! Uh, and so and Soto is one hundred seventy-six point eight. So yeah, no, that's not happening. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, throw throw Ian Anderson, um, Eddie Rosario. And uh, okay. William Contreras. Um, throw throw all those people in there. I think I think Contreras might add a lot. Mm. Um, maybe not Rosario. Not maybe Spencer Strider. Um, 
Well, I already hit the limit on... It literally gave me a notification that said, this is too many players to put in the trade. <laughs> uh, but if if you if if the Braves traded uh, their five best prospects and Ian Anderson, it'd be seventy one point six, and so does one seventy six point eight. So like it's okay. literally uh, less okay, than. Okay, we're this is still more time, but I want you to do this. Okay, I, I want you to do just okay. Ian Anderson, Michael Harris, yeah, Spencer Strider. Um, okay, one second. Moeller um, and Elder. Uh, Okay, so hold on, you might have to read yeah, that. Ian, to me again. So Michael Harris, Spencer Strider, and Muller and Michael Elder. Harris, Strider, Muller, Muller, Elder. <laughs> One fifty-one. Good God! And Soto's. Oh yeah, my God! Like. Yeah, Michael Harris is is far and away the best one out of the out of the group. He's a seventy point three. Strider's a twenty five. Anderson's a forty four. So like, what's a Cooney? Yeah, I mean, is he the, he um, he's probably like one eighty four. Oh. Yeah, let's just so. swap them. <laughs> well, I mean, you also have to consider you also have to consider like contract values. Acuna is getting absolutely fleeced, which I also think is a kind of a reason he's been slumping recently. Because uh, you know you're seeing Soto get like propositioned like 440 million dollars, and Acuna's at like what like 10 years, 110 million or something just ridiculous yeah, like that. Um, um, I think it's just he's still like being too ginger with his foot. Um, yeah, that's it. Take him or his knee and whatever. Um, it's going to take him a little bit longer. Um, and he's like yeah. hasn't been, you know, doing uh, what he was fielding last year. He's been a little bit more cautious, mm-hmm. which I don't blame him. Yeah, which is which. Yeah, I was gonna say which is a good thing. Um, but uh, yeah, roundabout Soto, I don't think he's gonna go anywhere. I yeah, think the trade value is way too high just, for anyone to just kind of yeah. spontaneously try to get that together. Because like, if someone yeah. does it this uh, season, you're you're gonna be missing some parts. I don't think there's any way that the Nationals actually win Maybe, this yeah. trade. Yeah. I mean, you know, yeah, well, I, th- I think what I think the league, it's not you know, all of the players they get are more. None of them are going to be better than him. So. That. Yeah, they're they're also going to mm. dump Corbin's contract in there, so yeah. that'll be. That's a lot you know, to take plus, on but... with like only a couple weeks of planning, unless like unless the Dodgers mm-hmm. just want to spend like. Two billion dollars on an <laughs> on an annual salary, which they might, they you might, know, which is always a possibility. And that's the only situation that happens to me. That's the only, and the, unless the Yankees want to give up just everything that they have, those are the only situations I see. Yeah, I don't know. I guess, uh, yeah, we'll just see. But Ota- yeah, I'm excited. The Otani It'll be one, a fun week. He only has a year and a half on his contract too, um, mm-hmm. but like, just imagine. That fan base is heading, like hanging on by a thread, like yeah, getting rid of one of the most sensational players that has been in the MLB ever. Um, mm-hmm. What might win MVP again this year? Yeah, and I mean, I guess in their heads with they, fucking Mike Trout yeah. too. Yeah, they're and I can imagine that they're the, kind of the, thinking all, like. Yeah. Okay, we only have him for a year and a half, though, and with our massive albatross contracts, we don't know if we're going to be able to sign him for the money that he is going to get. Um, mm. 
So it's like, I guess, you know, they can, that makes sense to like try to move him then if you're just very confident you're not going to re-sign him. Um, but that would just destroy their fan base, the, the remains of yeah. what that fan base is. When I went mm-hmm. to the Braves game against the Angels, I was, well, I mean, they're across the country, and I know there's people from LA that live in Atlanta and whatever, but. I was literally shocked to see more than a handful of Angels fans. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's pretty much a non-existent fan base because like LA Dodgers just too. having yeah having been there for the past four years, like everyone's a Dodgers fan. Like the only people that are Angels fans live in like the outskirts of the city, and they're not trying to go out to see a baseball game. You know, so I don't know, like pretty much non-existent. Yeah, it's just sad. Yeah. But I also just can't imagine him anywhere else. Like, imagine how scary he would be on an actual competitive team. Yeah, like the Dodgers or something. I don't even want to think about it, to be quite honest. What if... Mm -hmm. No, that would make sense. Never mind. I was thinking if Otani and Soto would get swapped or something. (laughs) No, 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 God, no. (laughs) That's not happening. If they were a competitor, maybe. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, we've been talking for an hour and 12 minutes now. Uh, Will wanted a 30-minute show. It's a big... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's Dude, always, Gri- Griffin, always Griffin's ripped off like the that. Uh, yeah. gummy man what yeah. do you expect yeah. I'm getting real sleepy <laughs> so, but I you know I love talking baseball we're here to talk baseball mm. love talking baseball alright um, love, love that, that baseball, baseball. <laughs> I always love that tell baseball people, give me more just <laughs> just Gotta get that. Gotta get that baseball. All right. 